Dawn Jackson Blattner is a certified dietitian, a frequent guest with John Williams, and now she has to suffer with me, Steve Dale. Hello, Dawn. Oh, I am so excited to be chatting with you. Hey, hi there. I'm excited to talk to you because I hear you with John all the time, and I do have some questions for you. I mean, this is the time of year where people just throw, what is the expression, caution to the wind, and, and they just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat without paying any attention to what they are eating? Or is that kind of old school and people don't do that anymore? You know what? I I will tell you that people enjoying the holidays is something I, I like a lot. This time of year, I will tell you these next few days, is when I am the busiest talking to people who are setting their New Year's resolutions. We're just days away from 2024, and uh, actually Forbes Health put out a uh, big survey about, hey guys, you know, what are you setting resolutions on? And the top resolutions are fitness, finance, mental health, weight loss, and diet. So a lot of healthy lifestyle uh, stuff, just like every year really, uh, is on everybody's mind right now of like, what am I going to do to make 2024 healthier? And I got to tell you, there is one really cool, well, actually, this is an interesting thing. Do you know, um, the second Friday in January, as a lot of people call that Quitter's Day, (laughs) basically, people set all these resolutions, and by the second Friday in January, people are already talking about, forget it, I don't want to do it. January 17th, just 17 days into the New Year's, is considered Ditch Resolutions Day. Um, But more or less, this poll found, this survey found that People are about two or three months. That's about if you're going to set some sort of resolution to be healthier in the new year, it probably is going to last most people just two or three months. And I got to say, it's mostly because people are setting bad resolutions. That's really what the problem is. All right. So let's talk about one of those potential resolutions. I was reading a story that said Americans actually have, as a nation, an addiction to sugar. So are we, as a country, more than most in the world, truly addicted to sugar? And if that's so, how can we all get into the Betty Ford Center all at once? Yeah, I, I got to tell you, it is, it's in everything, right? So, I mean, it is it's ubiquitous. It is there. And the more you eat something, the more you want it. So whether that is salads or whether that is sugar, it is definitely something that self-perpetuates itself. The biggest thing that is our struggle with sugar, though, in addition to it being everywhere, is that it is this vicious cycle that when you eat it, you feel pretty good. I mean, it actually is like, oh, this is pretty good. Uh, But then your blood sugar drops, and then you're looking for another hit. So it really is, I mean, some people argue that it is not truly an addiction, but it can, as a physical body in your body, feel like that because you're always looking for this sugar high and then you need another hit when it gets low. And so one of the best ways that you can get rid of this vicious cycle is actually to have what I call a meal mindset that you become a person who really does eat three balanced meals a day and you at least then don't have the physical craving of that up and down. Sure, maybe you have the mental piece that you still have to work through, but we're all animals and we have animal instincts to get sugar if our blood sugar gets too low. So whether that's you have diabetes or not, anybody has this sort of gut 
animal instinct. So get rid of it by having balanced meals. And really, that's a great resolution uh, in the new year. Even if it's not a million balanced meals, even if you say, hey, I'm just going to at least try and have a balanced breakfast with protein in it. Protein is very good for stabilizing blood sugar. I'm going to really focus on having a fruit or a vegetable in the morning and some protein and see if it doesn't actually become easier for you to resist sugar. Because a lot of times sugar cravings in the afternoon and evening, oh boy, they did not start then. They did not start then. They started in the morning. Your sugar cravings started because you probably screwed up breakfast, (laughs) you know? And so that's a great resolution is just to try and solidify your morning. Um, to help with those sugar cravings. So if you have less sugar, so let's say I don't have Lucky Charms in the morning. So if you don't eat sugar in the morning, then for the rest of the day, the craving for sugar will be less? Is that the gist? Of- yes. A- yes. As an animal, uh, and we have these instincts to when our blood sugar is low, our energy is low, that we crave fast energy. And the fastest energy is sugar. Sugar comes into your body and it immediately makes you feel good, but then it crashes. So it doesn't work long term. So absolutely you are right that if you start off at in the daytime, uh, you know, right first thing, you're having, okay, I'm going to have uh, some eggs, some cottage cheese, some Greek yogurt, uh, turkey, uh, chicken, fish, whatever it is that you want, whether you're a breakfast person or not a breakfast person, um, you don't have to eat typical breakfast foods, but trying to eat in a balanced meal. Yes, right when you wake up, humans usually need to eat about then every five hours, you know, anywhere from four to six hours. So then, you know, thinking about the same thing for lunch, not just grabbing a granola bar or something for lunch, but actually having you know, some leftover grilled chicken chopped up in a salad with, you know, a little sweet potatoes or something fast that's leftover from dinner. Um, and then uh, you feel so much better physically able to resist sugar. Well, I read somewhere, and this is kind of a sugar question, about fresh honey. Not necessarily the kind that a store bought that's manufactured everywhere, but fresh honey and the advantages of eating fresh honey. I want to ask you about that. And I want to ask you about nutritional supplements. About Do we need them? Uh, they're not all the same. In fact, I have a texter asking me about that. 312-981-7200. You can call. You can text. Our guest is, well, she's the guru when it comes to healthy diets. She is a nutrition expert. Dawn Jackson Blattner is here on WGN. And we'll be right back. Are you Chicago's next St. Patrick's Day queen? Hi, I'm Casey Doherty, the 2023 Parade Queen. The Chicago St. Patrick's Day Parade Committee officially launched the search for the next young lady who will be crowned queen of the 2024 St. Patrick's Day Parade. Applications are now available for the 2024 Queen Contest, open to women of Irish ancestry ages 18 to 29. Visit ChicagoStPatrick'sDayParade.org. Deadline for applications is January 5th, so enter today. Visit ChicagoStPatrick'sDayParade.org. At Blaine's Farm and Fleet, farm is in our name, so you know we're animal experts, offering the quality pet food, supplies, and advice you need for healthy, happy pets. Right now, get a free $15 Blaine's gift card when you spend $75 on Purina Pro Plan dog or cat food, 20% off select pet dental care and treats, large pet lodge wire dog crates, only $64.99, and 40-pound bags of Blaine's brand wild bird food, just $15.99. Our stores will be closed on New Year's Day, but farmandfleet.com is always open. When it 
comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Chevy Silverado is an all-around workhorse designed with your work safety in mind. Automatic emergency braking, forward collision alert, and rear park assist are on the job with you 24-7, assisting when it matters the most. Let's face it, you need a truck you can count on. Silverado 2500 HD was ranked number one in vehicle dependability by J.D. Power in 2023. That's reliability you can count on. When you need a real beast, Silverado 3500 HD offers up to 36,000 pounds of available towing and cabin space for the work crew. It's built for those big jobs. Chevy has a Silverado pickup that's just right. Half ton, three-quarter ton, and one ton. Call it the Goldilocks effect. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup. So the best investment you'll ever make is your tools. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Steve Dale here for John Williams on WGN with nutritionist Dawn Jackson Blattner or dietitian. What's the best way to say that, Dawn? Oh, so technically I'm an RDN, registered dietitian nutritionist. So I'm basically everything. all of them. You're all, all of the them. things. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know you particularly well, but I have a text that's come in and it's my responsibility, I think, to <laughs> to ask what listeners want answers to, yes. right? Yes, yes. Are you sitting down? Uh, yes, I, I, I actually know I wasn't. I'm going to sit down now. Okay, Please sit down. Yes. yes. Yeah. Steve, I love it when you're on the radio, and I love it when Dawn is on the radio. She's answering questions. Yeah, she is. So please ask her to discuss her time with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, is there something personal involved with this? Uh, yes. So for 10 years, I was the head dietitian for the Chicago Cubs. I did work with them through the World Series and earned myself a World Series ring. What? And, uh, what? Yes, indeed. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I got to tell you, it's uh, a lot of what I do here on the radio of answering questions is a lot of what I did then is just basically um, answer, answer nutrition questions. Yep. Another question. I never should have gone down this road. Ask her if she went on the road with the Cubs and what she did on the road with the Cubs. Dawn, you do not have to answer that. That's totally inappropriate. But let me ask you this. I was going to ask you about fresh honey. Uh, And I've read that if you have a little bit of fresh honey, not the manufactured kind that you'd get at the food store necessarily, that, or maybe there isn't a difference, you'll explain, that over time, if you do this consistently, you will take weight off, you will moderate your blood sugar, and you will feel better for it. And you will have other health benefits inherent in honey. Is is any of this true, or is that kind of just the flavor of the day? Uh, that sounds amazing. And I would start eating honey every day if that was all true <laughs> as well. It's not. Uh, honey, oh. No, it, no, it's not a miracle food. But here's what I will tell you. It is great for us in small amounts, like you were referencing, uh, because it does have uh, more trace, I'm using the word trace, more trace nutrients than something like white sugar. So it most definitely is less processed than white sugar. It most definitely has these trace nutrients in it. And it would be a good swap for sugar, but definitely not something to just add to your life. But if you're, you know, a white sugar person or even 
um, artificial sweetener person and you were to do something like a teaspoon of honey, uh, it's very good. This time of year in particular, I'm always talking to people uh, about having something like ginger tea or turmeric tea with honey in it because honey is a natural uh, cough aid and throat um, calmer. So when people are like really struggling with all their colds and flus and coughing, um, having hot tea and honey is not just an old wives' tale. Uh, there really is research to support that it helps. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, exactly. No, no. Right, have your hot water and honey. And and you mentioned two kinds of teas that have health benefits inherently anyway, I believe, turmeric and also ginger. Can you talk about them? Yeah, I, these are just amazing. I know a lot of people will take fresh turmeric root and fresh ginger root and actually pour water on it and make it fresh uh, like that. But even the bagged tea bags that you can get in the store of turmeric and ginger tea, they are considered natural anti-inflammatory. So in addition to the hot water helping be uh, an anti-inflammatory in your throat as you're soothing and drinking it, and then the honey, uh, these uh, ginger and turmeric uh, have really great anti-inflammatory properties, not just for your throat, though, actually for, you know, full body. So anytime you can um, cook with them, put them in what you're making uh, is also a great idea, not just this time of year, but all year. And by anti-inflammatory, at least what I've read about turmeric is that, okay, if let's say you have knee issues or elbow issues from playing tennis or pickleball or whatever, uh, that that is helpful. Yeah, you know, the old wives' tale of uh, you are what you eat kind of thing, it it really is true that if you're eating a uh, highly anti-inflammatory diet, which basically means, yes, turmeric and ginger, but also low sugar, like we were talking about before, um, moderate amounts of caffeine and alcohol, not too much of either, because both of those are um, really actually drugs that we need to moderate, so uh, keeping that, and a diet that's very high in fruits, vegetables, and especially good fats like those from fish, nuts, and seeds. When we have a diet like that, that really helps our entire body, head to toe, all of our cells actually function better and have less inflammation. So I mentioned nutritional supplements, and turmeric can be one of those as well. Uh, Are there any vitamins, and we have lots of text about this since I mentioned it, actually. Uh, Are there vitamins we should be taking, no matter who we are, every day, or is it a waste of money? Or if you do get them, which ones do you choose because they're not regulated? Are some better than others? Yeah, okay. So the biggest thing is let's first define supplement. Supplement means in addition to. So really supplements are meant to be in addition to a healthy lifestyle. So if somebody's not doing the core four, you're not sleeping, you're not moving, you're not eating protein, and you're not pooping by eating enough fiber and water, you're not doing those things, supplements are not going to be this big savior for you. But if you have a healthy lifestyle, and then in addition, you supplement, you supplement, uh, that can be wonderful. That can be wonderful. Now, it's a very personalized thing. People have different kinds of health histories. They're on different kinds of medications. This is most definitely a conversation to have with a doctor uh, about your personal situation and supplements. However, um, one of the most important things is, like you had alluded to, uh, there are definitely brands uh, that are better than others. And how you know is how transparent is your brand in telling you how they are testing for safety 
and quality because there is no guarantee that what is on the label is actually in your bottle unless you are choosing a trusted brand. And the only way to do that is to actually read the bottle. Do they have third-party certifiers that are saying, yes, we've been to that plant. Yes, we know that that's what they're doing. You go on their website and you see that they actually are telling you that they do 19,000 tests a month on all their raw materials. And then you got to really make sure you're going with the right brand. It's the first most important thing. And talking to your doctor and make sure that nothing is contraindicated with your health history or medications. But most of the time, the supplements that the four, I would say the most popular ones are like a multiple vitamin. And there is some research that uh, people who take a multiple vitamin, especially as they're aging, there may be some cognitive benefits like for uh, memory and speed of thinking. So, you know, uh, and actually, you know what, there's also research that if you do take a multiple vitamin, you are less likely to be low in the vitamins that you are taking. So that, you know, in fact, multiple vitamin does have some value. Uh, vitamin D is another very, very, very popular one. You can get your levels tested with a doctor and not just haphazardly be taking vitamin D, but actually know, am I low in this? And how much should I be taking? So I love um, vitamin D because you can actually test it. Uh, a lot of people will take uh, omega-3 in this world because omega-3 comes from fish. And we are notoriously bad fish eaters in this country. We do not eat as much fish as we're supposed to eat for heart health. Um, so, of course, getting it through food first is great. But then for people who know they're not getting it in their diet, omega-3s um, can be a, a supplement that uh, many people will look into. And the other thing is um, prebiotic, probiotics. So gut health. Gut health is linked to everything from immunity to cognition to, I mean, basically everything. Um, and so if you're not eating enough yogurt and kefir and sauerkraut and kimchi and these fermented foods, uh, a lot of people will start looking into uh, probiotics. But again, brand matters. Uh, and this is a conversation to have with healthcare provider as well. But those are the most popular ones. Uh, uh, this is from a texter. I'm a leukemia patient, and the drugs are causing me to have low potassium. Aside from bananas, uh, what are some items that are high in potassium? So fruits and vegetables, uh, yes, bananas are notoriously high in them, but fruits and vegetables all contain potassium. So it's really when somebody is looking for increasing potassium in their diet, it's like, hey, every meal, just make sure you have uh, fruits and vegetables. Um, and that you will be getting a potassium dose from all of that. The other uh, food that's darn high in potassium that people usually throw under the bus is uh, potatoes. Potatoes happen to be pretty darn high in potassium. Oh, never throw potatoes. Yeah, yeah, never never throw them under the bus. Yeah, uh, Brenda, exactly. Brenda, we have one minute here. Go ahead. Okay. Dawn, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I have a question about nightshades. My husband and I are getting older. We're both cancer survivors. We're told to eat non-inflammatory diets. We've always loved things like bell peppers, tomatoes, anything in the nightshade family, but some I've heard say to avoid those, and I wanted to know if you know anything about that and what's your take on that. Yeah, so this is a notoriously uh, big question that uh, there's been some athletes in the world that also throw nightshades under the bus. Um, nightshades are exactly what you said. Tomatoes, eggplant, potatoes, peppers, those are the biggest nightshades. Um, and they are having this bad reputation of being inflammatory, and that is just not the case. Um, really and truly, those are uh, fruits and vegetables that we absolutely can uh, use in our diet, just like everything else. I am against using anything, either apples or berries or broccoli or kale or spinach, anything. 
too much. You know, there's different um, nutrient values of all the fruits and vegetables. So what I do with all my clients, like you said, um, is basically make sure I have a variety. So I have a list of fruits and vegetables, like uh, almost all of them that I could think of. And I have people scratch it off and see how much variety of fruits and vegetables are they getting. If they're getting only uh, nightshade, they say, listen, you know, how about some cruciferous vegetables like Brussels sprouts and broccoli? And, you know, let's look and see where are you getting, you know, your carrots in there and whatever. So nonetheless, variety is key, but I would not worry about uh, having to full-on avoid nightshade. Just worrying about variety is key. Thank you very much, Brenda. Uh, One more question for you. I want to kick the soda habit. How do I do that? You have to answer very, very fast. Okay, here it is. There's two things. Soda is carbonation, and it's usually caffeine. So you've got to find those two things in other places. Carbonation from things like sparkling water without added sugars, without uh, artificial flavors as well, and then also making sure that you get caffeine in other places, whether that's a little bit of coffee, a little bit of green tea. Um, That caffeine and that carbonation is that one-two hit to help you sort of detox from the soda habit. Dawn, what's your website? Oh, dawnjacksonblattner.com. Excellent. Great to talk to you. I love talking to you. Listeners clearly love you, and I wish you a happy new year. Same to you. Thanks for having me.